I'm Marianne Kolbesak McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Phil Englert, who was recently named to lead the Health Information Sharing and Analysis Center's Medical Device Security Program. So, Phil, for starters, please briefly tell us a little bit about your background and what led you to a position overseeing HISAC's Medical Device Security Program. My background is, is a clinical engineer. I started out working for Fisher Scientific and Instrumentation Laboratories way back in the day before medical devices were even connected for the most part. So uh, I've been in the business for a long time. I've worked my way through biomedical equipment management programs at various hospitals, first for one hospital, then two, eventually landing at the enterprise level of a hundred plus hospital IDN. And my role there was to drive maintenance operations through operational benchmarking. And so I studied close to half a million medical devices in every clinical environment that you can imagine, looking for program quality, looking for opportunities to drive out cost uh, and improve efficiencies. And probably in 2013, 2014, our CISO asked that infamous question, what do we know about medical device security? And the answer was not a darn thing. So I got involved with uh, the FDA, with Amy, with some IEEE initiatives to first understand what was the regulatory environment around medical device security or security requirements in the medical device environment. And then being the oftentimes the lone hospital delivery organization voice in those conversations, at the same time, building a medical device security program for that organization. So our first step was to understand which devices were connected, understand which controls were available on those devices, and understand the organizational discipline around applying those controls unilaterally across the organization. And so I did that for a number of years, bootstrapped that program into being and did a lot of good work there and then retired from that organization, uh, got involved in some NGOs and some consulting firms before this opportunity at Health ISAC presented itself. And I thought my, my combination of experience, understanding the clinical technology, understanding the clinical environments, understanding the challenges that manufacturers and healthcare delivery organizations had with securing those environments made me uniquely qualified to step into this role and, and very happy to be here. So Phil, with that said, what does your new role at HISAC involve? And also, is this a new position within the ISAC? And is the medical device security program new at HISAC or is it expanding? So this is a new position to enhance and expand an old role. The uh, Health ISAC has had a medical device security program in place for a long time. In fact, when I was in industry, I was a member of NHISAC way back then and as a, as a participant, right, helping to shape this. But it, it's a community-driven organization for information sharing. This role is new, the Director of Medical Device Security, and it really signals Health ISAC's 
sense that this is something that needs needs more focus and needs expertise in and their commitment to helping improve this space to improve the information sharing improve the collaboration between all of the stakeholders in this space and really moving trying to help the industry move itself forward so phil from your perspective what do you see as the top medical device cybersecurity challenges facing the healthcare sector right now The real challenge with securing the medical device environment is really the depth and breadth of the technology that's in it. A typical hospital system, even a a medium-sized hospital system that may have 15 hospitals, 10 or 15 hospitals, may have close to 20 or 30,000 connected medical devices. These will be represented by probably three to maybe even 400 different medical device manufacturers. And that will be a thousand, maybe 1200 different makes and models of devices. These are purpose-built devices for specific clinical functionality. The architecture of these devices and the systems that they belong to are unique to the clinical benefit that they're delivering. And so this creates a lot of variety which means it's very difficult for organizations to understand and quantify where the risks lie, how to put programs in place, how to approach this. So describing the risk, describing initiatives that will reduce the risk and and manage that is, is a challenge for many organizations. And it's not just the healthcare organizations, but also the manufacturers themselves, especially the large manufacturers that have multiple product lines that are distinctly different from each other. You know, they it's difficult to say this set of controls will work ubiquitously across these technologies. And so that challenge, that diversity is really the challenge for the industry as a whole and helping organizations understand or begin to segment those challenges into manageable chunks and identify the similarities that can be managed in the same with the same sort of solutions is i think the key to to making this manageable and, and moving forward the other element is the legacy issue right as they say devices you know, healthcare devices are built to be reliable and repeatable. And as such, they have a very long lifespan, you know, for functionality and the environment changing around them, you know, as far as cybersecurity and and bad actors does not necessarily degrade the clinical functionality that they are built to deliver. And so that challenge, of replacing devices or protecting devices that are built with rigidity and repeatability uh, in place is is another challenge that that the that healthcare as a whole has to find a way to address. And I think the real changes will be when manufacturers are providing forward secure devices that make replacing existing devices an investment that will carry healthcare into the future. So Phil, with all of that said, what are some of the key steps that healthcare sector entities 
can do in the shorter term in terms of addressing security threats and risks involving medical devices right now? You had mentioned some of the things that entities or manufacturers could do. What about healthcare delivery organizations? As with any risk management, right, or any cybersecurity program, understanding what is most important to the healthcare delivery organization, right? And not just from a risk perspective, but from a patient care delivery perspective. When clinical devices fail and the biomeds are called to fix them, if it's a typical failure, let's take a CT tube that might, that eventually burns out as a light bulb will, and it fails, the clinical engineering team or the management team has already thought about who the source is, where they're going to get it, how long it's going to take them to receive it, how long it will take to install and calibrate that tube and have that system back up and running. That same maintenance operations approach should be applied to the cybersecurity elements, right? So develop response plans for the things that are most critical to the healthcare delivery organization's key service lines, if you will, and make sure that you understand if the hard drive for your CT gets ransomed or that hard drive just gets corrupt, knowing where you're going to obtain that hard drive from, how you're going to reload it, you know, how long that's going to take how you're going to run the investigation, if that's appropriate, is are things that need to be thought about ahead of time. Trying to think about that for 10,000 devices is a real challenge. But if you can identify those couple of hundred devices that are most important to the healthcare delivery organization's mission and focus on those first, teach your organization to do and respond to cyber failures on those, on that smaller population of devices, those techniques and practices then can be leveraged to the remaining portion of the, of the equipment population in a, in a healthcare delivery organization. So again, start small, build response plans for the things that are most important to your healthcare delivery mission, and then learn from that and expand it into the rest of the equipment population. So Phil, with that said, how can the HIZAC working with the healthcare sector help entities within the sector, whether it's manufacturers or health delivery organizations, address some of their top medical device cybersecurity challenges? So Health ISAC has been working on that for a number of years, and they continue to make progress on that. The Medical Device Security Information Sharing Council, the MDSIS, as we call it, is made up of members of, from both the manufacturing, medical device manufacturing community, as well as the healthcare delivery organization community. And bringing these two parties together, having candid conversations about the challenges that each of the organization's types have, right, helps the others understand what they may be able to do to help with that communication, with that information sharing, help to build that trust and build, you know, more effective and more efficient techniques and practices, you know, to help secure the devices themselves, the devices within the medical device system, 
and the medical device system within the healthcare delivery connected ecosystem. Well, thank you very much, Phil. I've been speaking to Phil Englert. I'm Marianne Kolbesek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for joining us.